This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. I am Rich Orris, your host of Ride at Home with Rich and a senior home consultant with a full design build, full service remodeling company, Mosby Building Arts. But for the next hour, I am here for you to help you out, answer your home improvement questions right here on the air we can get it done. The number you need, 314-241-9797. And do not forget, when you call in today, you're eligible, as always, for that $25 Stephanina's gift card giveaway. It'll get you a great dinner for two. And I'm here to tell you, just last night, I had their baked spaghetti. Yes, this is not just pizza, folks. This is full-on, authentic Italian food. We also um, ordered their lasagna pasta con broccoli and toasted ravioli they have got it all great place you will absolutely love it again the number 314-241-9797 make sure you leave us your phone number so we can contact you when you're the big winner so for today's show i am so excited i've got everything you need to know about bathrooms and kitchens what not to do what to do full of information we've got the biggest bathroom mistakes we've got important details We've got seven steps for a successful kitchen remodel and some tips for just a simple kitchen facelift. And as always, don't forget, halfway through the show, I'll unveil another right-at-home hack. I can't wait to get this going for you. I want to talk to you about your remodeling projects, maybe your honeydew list, any items that you have going on. I've got the advice for you today. Give me a call, 314 241 9797. And, you know, today I, we just heard uh, Dave Murray said clear and warm. Um, I'm not sure it's his an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to, I was going to ask him his definition of hot, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> for sure. Cause it is definitely hot. And man, things are raining in between, drying up, overheating. It changes so much around our houses. And the things going on with them, it'll change the things that Helitech deals with as far as water getting into peering and different things happening. So I invite you to inspect your home, walk around, maybe not this minute, maybe not between, you know, noon and, and four or five. It's going to be blazing hot today, uh, but maybe tomorrow morning early or something, just check things out inside, outside, go to areas of the house you haven't even been in. Um, on the inside of the house, if you haven't been down in the basement in a while, if you haven't been, just check things out. And if you come up with anything, feel free to give me a call, 
888-379-9797. And, uh, you know, sometimes I kind of forget, too, we, uh, we we get some newer listeners. So that was my producer, Eric, that just kind of chimed in there with me. We have different conversations from time to time. Um, I kind of like to refer to him kind of like a work partner. They say your work wife or something like that. <laughs> de- definitely my better half. Uh, in in this next hour, for sure, controlling all of the buttons and all of the things going on. And it also means if you hear any mistakes, yeah, don't blame Rich. It's you know, you <laughs> yeah, yeah, become automatic fall guy. Yeah, yeah I'm just kind of the. I just kind of talk, and and he manages everything around me. It's it's kind of like at work with my designers. It's a great relationship to have because it makes me look awesome, and I don't really do anything, you know. <laughs> Look at these awesome designs yeah. I came up with. Check right? out how cool these designs are. Like They are great. Um, so, And if you recall, Eric, last week we were talking about a bunch of industry stuff, mm-hmm. about um, pricing increases and, and labor rates increasing because of demand and everything. And one of the things I didn't get into I wanted to touch on real quick because um, we kind of mentioned it, and I think it's such an interesting topic, is basically – what people are spending yeah. as a whole, kind of overall, um, not not specifics for for a person, but as averages and things like that on maintenance and, and remodeling and things like that. And you're looking at this house that you may have to do a lot too. Yeah. Um, and so there's some really interesting facts in here, and it was a it's a home advisor thing they did, like a spending report for 2018. You know, analyzing the past year. And what they came up with is that uh, kind of an average across the board in 2018, every single homeowner would have had to spend over $9,000 wow. to, to accompany what we we all spent in the remodeling industry. Wow. Every homeowner. Every homeowner. Yeah. No, all of them. Gosh. Uh, I didn't yeah. realize I got off easy this year. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do, and I didn't even spend nine thousand in two thousand eighteen. So not all of us are spending that. So yeah. it kind of shows, like when you look at the cost of kitchens and bathrooms and some of the most expensive rooms in the house. That okay, so people are spending for for multiple of us, yeah, to to make that happen. And and basically, so one of the things I had was that for every dollar spent on home maintenance, there was five dollars spent on home improvements. Really which kind of gets back into that whole thing when you're getting into those areas, they're just more costly. And, yeah, yeah. You know, some of the things you could buy and pick, it's like, you know, upgrading all your appliances. You can find GE and some really nice appliance packages mm-hmm. for, you know, five, ten thousand $10,000 even. Um, or you can get up to the Wolf and the Sub-Zero, and I've got people that um, they're thirty. refrigerator. The refrigerator is more than the whole appliance package of a different kitchen. So, you know, that's how that can, can vary and everything, but they're talking about, you know, what's, what do we think is causing, you know, Mm -hmm. some of this going on. And and so one of the major points is that skilled, you know, trade labor, the, the growing cost of that, you know, trade labor for that. Um, And then the other, the other thing they mentioned was that, you know, there's a, I guess there's a larger, like, kind of cultural focus on design aesthetics, Mm -hmm. but then they say quality of life, which is something great for for Mosby because we're constantly looking at that quality of life um, and how that kind of incorporates into that job. How, you know, how can it make it better for you? Um, So 
when they're looking at, you know, who's doing all these projects, they looked at the number of projects you have to do and then kind of the different generations. And so they said on average, the, the home, you would do 2.2 jobs per year, which again, we didn't all do work like that. So there's probably people doing 4.4 jobs or, you know, (laughs) five jobs. Um, But looking at the different generations and why they are doing this work, like millennials were most likely to do projects to increase the home's value. Baby boomers and Gen Xers are more likely to be motivated by modernizing their homes, which kind of makes sense because the older generation, they've probably been there longer and it's coming out of time. And then the silent generation was, was mostly motivated uh, by improving the aesthetics and design, which is our case. So you're in the middle there. So that makes sense too. Um, but I looked at all that and I thought, all right, so who's doing the quality of life? Cause they didn't even mention that in, in any of those, like none of those were, were driven by the quality of life. So hopefully all of them are looking a little bit at that, but I thought it was just some really interesting, you know, data for people to kind of understand how big this industry is, how many companies are in it, the different things you can get and how much money really flows through it. So when you start hearing, you know, today's prices of stuff, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you know, like, wow. And, um, I, I just talked to somebody that did their entire backyard 20 something years ago with a swimming pool and everything for just the cost of a pool right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, exactly 25 years. It's amazing how everything's doubled, tripled. It's, it's just crazy. But so interesting study, you know, from home advisor, um, and, and they do a lot of things like that to kind of, you know, examine the industry and help. And, and we, we look at all that at Mosby just to kind of help us with what our clients wanting and doing and why. And it just helps us understand what we're trying to, you know, accomplish for everybody. So just thought it was some in, interesting facts for everybody. So why don't we get into our first break? Don't go anywhere. I've got a lot of bathroom stuff coming up next and if you have any questions kitchens and bath any remodeling in your house 314-241-9797 i'd love to hear from you all right we are back this is uh like i always say my favorite hour i love it because hey i i I can dress down i got my my dave glover shirt on my my favorite 97 one show he's He's absolutely my favorite. Um, probably a little mental like me. Maybe that's why. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of fun to listen to. I'm telling you, if you don't listen during the week, if you don't listen on, on the evenings during the week, um, they're not paying me to plug Wait, this no. either, but it is it is the most interesting what, what a good talk break radio the the show. Too. I got to tell it is. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. They talk about some really interesting stuff. They go way outside the box. Some of it's you know, just about nothing. It's almost like Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, it's like a show about nothing. Well, and, and it reminds how do we me do that for getting together years? with your group of friends after, you know, uh, whether it's a day at the office or whatever, you've been dealing with real stuff all day. And it's like, oh, yeah, how screwed up was all that? You know, like, let's talk about that for a minute. They're yeah. Great. Let's just talk about how we lost our shoe in the mud yeah. and we were nine, you know, that's some <laughs> of these conversations. And I'm like, Exactly, because that totally happened to me when I was young, you know, and I thought, oh, my mom's going to kill me. Like, we got to get new shoes now. I can't find my shoe. It's two feet down in the mud. 
Um, but yeah, no, definitely um, relaxed atmosphere here. Kind of like just join me at my home. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got something going on, give me a call. If you have anything you're you're interested in, maybe getting another opinion or finding out about, call in and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. 314-241-9797. So I've got um, something I thought was really super interesting that... Um, Cause, and it is something that we talk about quite often when we're explaining design and stuff is, you know, the mistakes not to make what you don't want to do. So, you know, seven of the biggest bathroom design mistakes that are, uh, that, that are made out there that we see all of the time. And, um, so, so the first one is, is pretty simple and something a lot of people always want, but, but making the mistake of not having a window or getting rid of a window. I see it all the time too. Like the window goes away cause the bathtub went away and they don't know what to do with the wall above it. Um, so it, it is great to have natural light. You know, it's a psychological comfort thing. Um, having an operating window is, is awesome because you can get more circulation in the room. Um, and if you if you're not on an outside wall, you can always consider a skylight or a solar tube um, to get some of that nourishing natural light into that room for you. And and I got to tell you, those solar tubes too, you get the right diffuser on one of them in that ceiling, it will throw that light around the room so nicely um, that uh, it, it'll really work well for you. I would seriously consider that if you really are missing natural light, it's a good way to get it. Um, so the second one, I just talked to a client about this on Thursday. Um, it was kind of a pet peeve of hers, but it's having the bathroom exposed. So one of the things in looking at her house, she's, she, her complaints was when you walk in the front door, you're in the foyer, there's a hallway straight ahead of you, and straight dead ahead of that is the bathroom, the powder room. Boom, you're staring at a toilet the minute you get inside the the door of the house and, uh, you know, was really hoping we could come up with maybe a way to change the door or move things and close that wall off. Um, so in planning a new bathroom, pay attention to those sight lines, you know, from other areas in the house um, for sure. Um, so another one is the, what, what we would call the toilet is center stage. Um, basically not just walking in the house, but when you walk into any bathroom, really it's, it's kind of nice if the toilet isn't the first thing that you're looking at. So when you have, you know, space permitting, you could look at, you know, the water closet, little room or a half wall to kind of partition it off but it is really nice and pleasant to the eyes if you can just be looking at either the shower or the or the sinks or you know something a little more aesthetic than just the toilet when you walk into the room. So um, an, another thing that, that we've seen a few times is style over substance, looking at you know all the different neat things, but not really looking at functionality you know, using quality materials and things like that. Maybe you're picking things just because they look good, but you haven't really investigated in how good are those materials? How are they going to last for you? Um, or if the bathroom is the coolest looking thing in the world, but you got to have the functionality with that so that, you know, it will absolutely work for you. Um, so uh, another really big one 
is uh, inadequate storage. And again, this is that, does your space allow type of thing, but always, you know, thinking about the storage in the room. And this one kind of goes, you know, hand in hand with the last one of that, that style over function um, is making sure you have enough storage and the best ways to do that. And really what you need to do is going through a design is literally take an honest inventory of everything that you have and need in that bathroom. And then we can try and make that really work perfectly for you and come out with um, everything that you would need in there to store and, and make sure that it works. So um, another one is a, uh, your door, the door into the room, you know, getting in the way, knocking into things, hitting the vanity, the toilet, the tub, um, squeezing a door in to a space and, and really not planning that space well is, uh, is a problem. And, um, thinking about when you get into tighter spaces, you know, think about could a pocket door work, um, or a, uh, you know, like the barn door, like a sliding mounted door outside the wall that doesn't even need to go in the wall. So if the shower is kind of in the way, you know, think about a possible barn door. Um, and the last one is, uh, no ventilation. So man, ventilation is, it's not a pretty thing. It's not glamorous, but it is crucial to a bathroom in moist places. You know, there's moisture that can't escape. You need to get it out. It can cause mold. It can cause peeling paint, all these other problems. An operating window is okay, but actually having the right sized working exhaust fan is probably extremely important to making sure you can remove that moisture from the room. So that is kind of down the list of uh, the seven biggest mistakes that we see commonly made in bathrooms all the time. Don't make them. Look at design build. Look at really, you know, finding out the function and the form and the design of your bathroom. It's well worth it to you. Um, for sure. So we've got a couple calls coming in. So I think I'm going to jump here to uh, Matt on line one. And uh, Matt, are you with us? What do you got going on? Are you there, Matt? Uh, hello? Yeah, there you are. Hey, uh, I just got a couple questions for you. My my first question would be regarding uh, tub surround. Uh-huh. Um, we, have, we have a tub surround we're putting in. Would it be better to go directly to the studs or would it be better to go to drywall? Um, what, uh, what type of tub surround are you putting in? Um, I forget the name of it escapes me right now. It's just, a just, a it's like a composite fiberglass tub surround. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, uh, just like a thin fiberglass panel. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they recommend gluing. I was just curious what it would be, right. Would be better to go to directly to studs or to drywall? Yeah. You definitely want to have that on top of some kind of drywall for sure. I would definitely use, you know, a moisture rated drywall behind a full sheet like that. So look into that type of drywall. There's definitely good, better, best. You can go way up the food chain to kind of protect from any water getting in the corners and stuff when you get into recaulking. But yeah, you that's gonna you don't want that spanding a space. You want it on a solid surface so that, that drywall moisture resistant backing is gonna be your best bet. Okay, perfect. Uh, I have a second question for you if I've got time. Um, yeah, we may run out of time, but if you want to ask it, then I can get to it after the break. Um, so I have a an older bathroom with uh, the half-tiled wall, 
would, uh-huh. it, would, it, would it be better to just completely take the above the above the half tile, or would it be better to take the tile off and then sand the wall? Um, is it how old is the house? It's uh, probably late sixties, early yeah, sixty nine, sixty eight. So does the tile there. stick out way further than the wall above it? Is it plaster walls? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, you've got a, a huge thing there with that tile that I can get into, and um, I can get back to that after the break here. I'm cutting into a hard break we can't avoid, but if you want to hold the line, I can get back to you, or if I'll just, I could just talk about it, too, if you, if you just listen. Yeah, that's fine. You can just uh, talk about it. I'll listen. Okay, perfect. Thanks for calling in, Matt. Appreciate it. Great questions. We're going to take a break. I'll get to that. And uh, a lot of other stuff when we get back, when we return. All right, we are back. We are halfway through this. Got a lot going on right now. I'm going to try and get through. I got my hat coming up. Um, got Bob on the line. Got a question from Matt here that definitely some some very interesting things going on with that older bathroom with that you know half tile that's around the whole bottom half of the room. Um, and so I want to touch on that for, for Matt real quick is that half tile is what we call a mud set tile. So if the wall is plaster, then they actually do like about an inch and a half thick concrete on that wall from the framing out before they put that tile on. So that tile and that wall is very, very hard to demo and deal with the absolutely the best way. And it actually gains you some space in the bathroom. Not a lot, but if you demo that down to the studs and then get down to, to new drywall around the room, you have the opportunity to see what's behind the walls, make sure it's right. And then also you have um, the opportunity to straighten any of the, the studs and stuff out so that you can then, um, make sure your walls are good and straight for, you know, all your drywall and everything. And, and you kind of, it's, it's like I was talking about with B&W, getting it right, getting down to the base, doing all the right things will make the longest lasting bathroom when you redo it. But it is hard. It is expensive and people avoid it for those reasons um, and to try and simplify it. So there is a way that you can, if the tile's in good shape and you want to leave it, they can paint it. it. It takes a really good company that really, you know, does that that type of job. But they can clean it up, fill in little grout areas, paint that up so it changes, gets rid of those, you know, because that old tile is usually a, a, a color you don't like, green, blue, yellow. I mean, they're, they're really um, kind of loud colors for that time and generation of homes. Um, or I, what I've seen a lot of people do, and we would never really do this is they kind of fur out the upper wall on top of the plaster. Now you're making your room smaller, but then you kind of drywall over the whole thing and you just leave all of that back there, put some one by wood and stuff in front of it, and then re drywall over the top of all that. It makes your window jams deeper. If you got a window in there, it kind of shrinks your room that inch and a half or so or two inches instead of making it inch and a half or two inches bigger. Um, and you don't get to see what's back there and you don't get to find issues and things like that. If you, if you do that, but that's kind of a couple ways that you can handle that. I have seen people kind of leave it and just drywall 
over the plaster of the upper half. That's a little harder to make look good because of where they kind of intersect. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's never good and it's never Mosby's theory, you know, to cover up and, and leave issues, you know, behind, but we totally get it and understand that, you know, not everybody can do that. Not everybody has the, the resources and, and some, some people are just like, I just want to make it better for now. And that's fine. It's, it's not the best way, but it's, it's definitely doable. And that's kind of how I would advise what some of the different steps are that, that can be done with that, that hard mud set tile. So, um, so, so that's kind of what I got there. And I'm going to jump here to, before I get to my hack, I'm going to jump to Bob cause he's been extremely, um, patient here for us. So Bob, are you with us? Yeah, right, right with the rich. All uh, right. I, I just like to make some comments. Uh, sure. Redoing a bathroom. Uh-huh. A lot of these uh, older houses, you can walk into them if they have vanity in them. You notice how low the vanities sit? Oh, and yeah. I also notice that if you go to these big box stores, they take the vanities and they have them set, setting up on a wood wooden platform. Oh, basically. yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and another thing that uh, people should really look into is if you're going to get a new toilet in your bathroom, you should either think about a elongated toilet if you have the room and also one that's higher. Yes. Just like an inch, inch and a half higher, and it makes a big difference when people get older as far as getting off the, the toilet. But uh, other than that, uh, and also a bathtub, if, if you want one that you look at one in the store, go and sit in it and see just how big it is because you'd be surprised yes. when you get it home. Oh, it don't fit me. I just wanted to make those comments, especially on the vanities, and you want to get an adult height vanity. And norm, normally they're not at the big box stores, but yes. you have to get to the uh, quality stores that that, you, that has them. Yeah, and those box stores, not not all things are made equal, and even some things that are the same brand or even look the same have different guts inside of them, have plastic pieces instead of metal in faucets and in shower valves and stuff like that. Um, and I love how you mentioned that and it's true. They always set them up on on like a wood platform, so you you feel like you got a good tall vanity if you're standing in the store and you're looking at a bathtub that's actually up on a shelf. You know, so going to like a Crescent Plumbing or a place like that that we'd go to that would you know actually have bathtubs sitting down low that you can jump in or see or measure or you know really make sure it's right for you. That's it's exactly why here at Mosby we go through everything that we go through, you know, to figure this stuff out for people so that you don't make those bathroom mistakes like that. You okay. know, I, I appreciate the call, Bob. Very, yeah, very thank good you very much. comments. Yeah. Yeah, thank bye-bye. you. All right. Um, and yeah, that, that big box store stuff is is so true. I got to be honest that um, you really got to watch what you're doing and what you're getting because... It's definitely not the same, and your your lasting value in the end could not be the same, and you could remodel your bathroom, and, and then next thing you know, four or five years later, you need a new vanity, and you're like, wow, you know, this cheap thing's falling apart, and I am just not happy with it, and that that is such a shame when you get into that. So checking all that out and, and you know, just protect yourself and, and look into things. Go to different places. Talk to them about why it's better. You will find out so much information, you won't believe it. Or 
have, have, have Mosby, have me out to your house to talk about your bathroom remodel, to let you know, you know, really sit down for an hour or so and just talk about how it's done and why and the importance. I enlighten people, not just here, but every day throughout the week, you know, on what's going on and what the importance is. And, and I, it's, it, it's almost every week I have at least one or two people that are like, wow, I never really realized how important that was or how much there really was involved in, you know, those products or roof ventilation or different things like that, that there it's really, it could be very eye opening. So yes, I invite you, everyone out there, give, give our office a call. If you're thinking about any of these projects, um, 314-909-1800, and we will come out. We will have, you know, great advisors, having great conversations with you. It, it'll be an eye-opening experience. You will absolutely love it. So I'm going to I'm gonna get through this hack real quick, too, because it's the middle here, and uh, I'm getting close to another break. But so last week we had the IKEA furniture hack. It was totally cool. I thought it was the, the neat stuff they had was so awesome. And you can find any of that information on my Twitter, on my Facebook. You can go back and listen to the show um, from last week on uh, 971's website. But for today, for right now, you know, we, around Mosby, we have our own employees, we have licensed plumbers, and we use a lot of PVC pipe doing all of this plumbing and everything. And, and sometimes even our carpenters use PVC pipe, but for different, not the intended purposes. There's a lot of interesting things you can do with PVC pipes. So today what we have is PVC pipe hack that different things that you can do outside of the box with PVC pipe. So, um, there, there's a lot of interesting things. So, um, you can, the, one of the things that we do in the construction world all the time is, um, rolling things, moving heavy objects, awkward objects. We use it sometimes for like, um, very heavy, long I beams and things like that, where you take, you know, four inch PVC pipe, cut it into, um, about three foot sections and if you had a big, flat, heavy stone or anything, you know, awkward like that, that's kind of flat, you get the p first pipe under there, you start rolling, get the second one, keep rolling, get the third one, and then you just keep moving the back one to the front. You can keep just rolling this thing where you need it to be. It is, it's, it's something that the, the carpenters have done for years and years and something that I learned early on on how to move really super heavy things. Um, but you can take, um, PVC pipe and use it to like in your, in your workshop to store skinny items. So you can cut off the pieces at 45 degree angles and, and screw them to a wall and you can put paint brushes and pencils and stir sticks and, you know, any small kind of skinny tools, um, that would slide right in there is a great way to store them, um, so a PVC knife holder. So if you go fishing and camping and different things like that, um, you can actually just, you know, take a pipe that's the right size, glue a cap on the end, leave the other cap unglued that'll come on and off and you can slide your knife down in that pipe and make a nice little uh, storage for a knife. That's it, also a great way, a little bigger system, but to, sh you know, store and ship um, fishing poles is another great thing that you could do with that PVC pipe. Um, 
making a a what we call a mattress sling, and we use this trick in in the in the the carpentry world all the time too for carrying different things and heavy things. But if you're moving around a mattress, take a rope that you can run underneath the mattress, a five inch piece of one inch PVC pipe, wrap that rope and kind of make an, a handle on each end, and you it will be so easy to pick up a mattress and start walking with it, you know, with that handle and the rope running underneath it. Um, I, one I found I thought was really interesting was a vacuum attachment holder. So you could take like a T, find the right size and, and mount it to the wall and stick all your vacuum attachments to it. And it'll keep them nice and organized and where you need them. Um, there's a, a PVC sanding file. This one's really cool because you can get exact radius. If you take half inch, three quarter, one inch, whatever you need, spray and glue a piece of sandpaper on it. And then you can sand an exact radius out. Um, and, and this one I thought was, was probably my favorite. And, and I'll leave you on this one is fake plumbing pipes. So they actually, someone actually kind of put in like a fake stack in their basement, kind of from a wall up to the floor and then they put um, uh, an access to it where you can unscrew a clean out and basically they hide things in it and it literally looks like a stack running like from the floor to a wall, short, nothing huge. And, and, and you can stuff stuff in there and kind of hide it in that way. You know, if you got any valuables, you're keeping cash around the house. No, everyone's going to think that's a, that's a plumbing drain. So Hopefully that's some cool things for you that you could do around the house. You can find these on my uh, Facebook or my Twitter um, at Rich Oris, or if you went to Facebook, Rich Oris Mosby, and just search that, you'll come up with my professional page and all these things will kind of be in there and you can get a lot of information to it. So I think we will get into our last break here. And then um, when I come back, I can touch on some more stuff. Or if you have anything else, get in on the gift card. 314-241-9797. Give me a call. We'll be right back. All right. We are back, and uh, we're going to be wrapping up here soon. Um, If you got anything real quick for me, give me a shout. 314-241-9797. So I want to kind of touch on the other half of this this bathroom thing here that – you know, when you look at remodeling a bathroom, we kind of talked about the mistakes, but, you know, it's also all about the details in trying to get it right. And if you kind of look at the list here and go over some things with how do you get it right, it's, you know, it, basically you could take that mistake list and almost just do the adverse thing of everything happening to try and get it right. But it's so important. That, that, that I stress, you know, trusting professionals and really let people help you get through this, you know, would, would mean so much. So um, one of the big details that you do not want to miss is lighting, um, getting, we talked about that natural light. Well, you know, you'll feel cramped more if you don't have any natural light. So getting the natural light in there is so important, um, you know, Showering in the dark, one of the things that we do with Right Bath is, um, you know, we always put like to put a can light, moisture-resistant can light over the shower. Um, if you shave or you do makeup, making sure you got good wall lighting coming at you and dimmer switches. We, 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 our standard is dimmer switches on 
basically everything. And it's, it'll become your best friend to making sure that all of that is, is correct and everything for you. So I've got a few more items on this list, but I just had a call come up um, from Heather. So we're going to jump to the phone here with Heather and uh, try and get that answer for you. What do you got going on, Heather? Hi, Rich. Okay, I've got a drainage problem. My house was built in the 50s, and it's uh, all the drain from the gutters go down into the ground. They're the old clay pipes. Uh-huh. And my problem, well, I've got problems with all of them, but but the one in the back comes off the house and it goes right down this by the uh, you know side of the house and it's underground across the back of the house, along the side of the house, out to the front. And I know that those clay pipes, I don't know how deep they bury those, but I know they're it's broken mm-hmm. because where it comes out at the street, there's a lot of clay that comes out with it. Okay. Plus when I, when we have really heavy rains, that's the one spot in my basement where I get the hydrostatic uh, water coming in. Oh yes. Yep. And at the floor level. And I, and it's the only spot and I, that does it. And I think it's because of the water going down, you know, in that pipe sounds like a very expensive thing to fix to me. Yeah, so and 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 honestly those clay pipes were were put in when the house was built. They probably right. have roots and stuff in them and they're probably leaking right where you're getting all that water and fixing that that water in that pipe could actually fix the water, you know, hydrostatic pressure into your basement possibly, maybe not for sure, but it's always worth working from the outside in when you're trying to control water and hydrostatic pressure. What I would recommend doing is having those pipes camera scoped and finding out from the inside, you know, what's going on with those pipes. Are they broken, leaking, holding water? Do they dip up and down? Um, Because sometimes you can just have like one area where you just have to dig down real deep and fix 10 or 15 feet of the pipe and then maybe it'll work well again, you know, for you. Or a lot of times, and what I'd say is most of the times, we end up going and just finding a different route because those pipes end up so bad that we just pipe them shallower in the ground around where they need to go away from the foundation. And hopefully if you have an area where you can take it to, um, then you just cap that off, avoid that pipe anymore, and take it a different direction or sometimes even to the same place, just not so deep underground until you get to the end. And, and then, you know, you get that water away and it helps stop that water in the basement. So that's where I would kind of take that. That This is something that Mosby does all the time, you know, figuring out now, where to Now, do you guys, water. are you the ones that do that work? Do you come out and do the, sco- the, the picture scope and We wouldn't and do the do picture scoping. Work? Generally, what I usually do is I have a trade partner, River City Sewer, that I meet him out there, and he can camera scope, figure out what's going on. That way I get to see it, and then we can talk and make the decision on, well, here's what you've got. Here's what's happening. Here's the best way to try and fix it, you know, and, and whether it's rerouting, fixing an area, or doing something different, um, you know, we can look at all that. But we, we don't do the camera scoping ourselves. It's more like a Roto-Rooter kind of thing, but um, we use River City Sewer for that. Okay, but you do the repair, though. 
Yes, we we absolutely do. Yep. Okay, great. Thank you, Rich. Okay, great. No problem. Um, and you, Heather, or anybody um, can give us a call at our office uh, for any type of services like this, um, 314-909-1800, and we can uh, get you taken care of um, and get everything taken care of. Um, I've got one more call on the line, but Linda, I got to apologize. I've only got about a minute here. Um, so I would ask you if you, uh, hopefully you're, you're a longtime listener, call in next week and, and I'd love to get to your question for now. Um, we're going to wrap things up and I got to grab into my, uh, my hat here and, and get a winner out of the, um, the hat. And so we've got Bob, Bob with his, uh, information he called in about you've won the stephanina's gift card and uh hey had a great time my favorite hour of the week can't wait to do it again next week um stay tuned for priscilla's and i'll look forward to talking to everybody next week have a good week get more at 971talk.com 